When we share someone's story here on The Diaries, the episode might end, but their story doesn't. So many of the people we've talked to, they've gone on to do incredible things. They have epic adventures and make significant impacts in our community. Over on Diaries Plus, we're catching up with some of our former guests to see what they've been up to. I recently sat down with Connor Ryan, a Lakota professional skier from our Sacred Slopes episode, who's been knocking out groundbreaking projects ever since the episode aired. It's really incredible. We had a great discussion about the impacts he's made, what keeps his fire burning, and taking ski lessons as a pro skier. Here's a snippet of the conversation. All the source of joy that I use to fill my cup to be out in the world doing positive things comes from my relationship to the outdoors. And so I've really focused on like, wow, like there's so much power if I can give one person the relationship to the outdoors that that I have through skiing. And maybe that will have as profound of an effect on them as it's had on me. To listen to the full episode, use the link in the show notes to subscribe to Diaries Plus today. Yeah, you get more shows, but you also have a peace of mind of powering what's out there right now, keeping us moving forward, keeping this community together. So thank you for everyone who supported and everyone who's going to support. We appreciate it. Hey everyone, just a quick note. Today's episode does contain playful yet strong language. You can earmuff the kids or find a bleep version on our website, dirtbagdiaries.com. I'm behind. I squint into the sun and try to focus on my friends. They're so very tiny up in the distance. My eyes sting from sweat and sunscreen, but I can still see three figures on bikes up ahead on a typical Northwest fire road. They're casually chatting away, not a care in the world. Unfazed, they're probably all pedaling in their hard gear, too. They barely seem to be working. What the F? They disappear around a bend, and I refocus on the personal struggle bus I boarded this morning. Why is my face so hot? My sunglasses are fogging all to hell. Are my eyeballs actually sweating? My hands have combusted into flames. Why did I wear my gloves and totally sweat them out on this climb? I think my hydration pack is leaking, right down my shorts. Or maybe that sweat. Ugh, I smell. Blech. Why did I decide to pedal in my knee pads? My crotch hurts. Did someone slip some rocks into my hip pack, or am I just weak AF today? What is that repetitive squeaking sound? Like a stupid mouse on a stupid squeaky wheel. My inner monologue is a mouse on a squeaky wheel. I'm a mouse on a squeaky wheel. Who said mountain biking was fun anyway? There's like three grand more worth of pedaling today. The down's going to be sick, though. All flowy, floaty, built for motos and Pacific Northwesty. Definitely worth grinding up this chundery road. I hope, anyway. I hang on to that thought. As long as I can make it to the top with some scrap of energy, I'll be able to enjoy the downhill. But gah, what is that damn squeaking sound? I mash my feet into the pedals and check my gears. Yep, I'm already in my easiest one. Damn it. Sometimes there just aren't enough gears. You know what I mean? 
I finally round the bend that my friends disappeared behind several minutes before, wondering if I'd catch a glimpse of them. Maybe they got sucked into a special wormhole that takes lucky people directly to the downhill. To my relief, I see them standing over their bikes, no wormhole. They're snacking and laughing. As I roll up, one of them leisurely returns from watering the trail. Hey, Anya, how goes it? All good, thanks. Tired, but happy to be out. Happy to be getting up higher. And happy to be getting closer to the coveted downhill. No sooner do I stop to catch my breath than they swallow their last bites of food and clip their packs on. Wait, what? Dang it. I just got here. They're leaving? None of them want five more minutes of chill time in the sun? They trickle away, one by one, until the last one nonchalantly asks, You good to go? Yeah, totally. I'm good. You can go. I'm alone again. Why did I decide to come and play catch-up all day anyway? I don't know. They waited just long enough for me to think I had rejoined the crew, and then bam, they're gone. I still needed to catch my breath, snack, drink, pee. Maybe if I skipped doing all those things, I could catch up and ride with them. Share in their easy cadence and casual banter. Be on the inside of the day's jokes instead of on the outside of my max heart rate. I skip resting and quickly hop back on my steed, dig in, and try to hustle up. But they're already way ahead. And there it was, in its perfect form. The fuck you wait. A wait just long enough to make me feel like gaining was possible, but a departure quick enough to provide no rest at all. The fuck you wait. It's not malicious, it's just discouraging. It's discouraging to feel like my friends have no idea what's happening. It's discouraging to feel like I need to play catch-up while still feeling completely whooped. And it's discouraging wanting to be in the group, confident and surrounded by my friend's momentum, but instead being alone. It's weird being behind. Sometimes I just don't get it. The distance between me and the lead group doesn't really seem to change very much. I have them in my sights, and they aren't pulling away. So we're essentially going the same pace. We just started at different times, and so I remain behind. Am I not trying hard enough? I try to speed up, but they stay ahead. Dang it! Sometimes I just feel behind in life. Why do I feel behind? I don't know, but maybe it has something to do with my growing up. My mom was a single parent to me and my three siblings, and there was always a lot going on. She worked hard every day just to make ends meet. Being a woman in the workforce in the 80s was a constant challenge. She says that that 9 to 5 movie with Dolly Parton parallels a snippet of her experience. My older brothers and sisters took care of me, the youngest, and I acutely remember feeling like I needed to be a tiny adult from a very young age. As I grew up, I learned to choose my words carefully. I knew not to ask for extraneous things because there wasn't much money for them. I didn't want to make things harder for my siblings or my mom, so I tried to be good, roll with the situation, and make them proud by doing well in school. I never even considered rebelling. In this cautious zone, I didn't practice confidence and decisiveness too often. I figured confidence would arrive some magical day, 
when I was an adult. But now I'm here. I turned 40 on June 8th, a birthday our culture celebrates with mournful black cards and the phrase, over the hill. I'm in deep fucking adulthood. Where in the hell is all that confidence and decisiveness I'd banked on? I mean, come on, I'm a grown-ass woman. It's clear to me that I've carried a lot of caution forward, still avoiding the responsibility of deciding what I truly want. For example, it took me 10 years to decide to change careers, feeling as though I needed to stick with architecture since I had a degree in it. I continued to balk at believing in myself, and I find excuses to avoid making something of my own. I don't want to seem like I'm struggling with life decisions or creativity or my career. I'm not opposed to difficulty, but I'm eager to get through it. Maybe I don't want to stress out those around me. Or maybe I just want tough decisions to feel easy, since I expected confidence to come with age. But decisions about what I want are not easy for me. I'm all ragamuffin, all the time. I struggle, and I let it show. And yeah, I'm eager to get to the down, the part where sight lines are clear and I can confidently see around the next corner. Enjoy the fast turns and floaty whoops, the fun part, the sendy part, the part where I believe beyond a shadow of a doubt in myself and my wants and my abilities, the part where I'm kicking ass. So how's life? Oh man, it's good, really good. I mean, it's super busy and I just never seem to catch up, but you know. Yes, I do know. It's the classic predicament. Life is good, really good. I just never seem to catch up. Catch up to what? That's unclear. Some unofficial lead group in life that started things, that decided things before me. Some group for whom the up of decisions and knowing what they want came easily and confidently. And I feel the pang of wanting to experience more, invent time, or maybe slow it down, but speed up my own progress. But life just pedals ahead, and it's always leading out from me, jerking my chain. Life calls out, keep up, I'm never going to stop, so you just have to be okay with always being behind. And I know that if I stop pedaling, life will definitely get away from me. Life is that friend who doesn't wait. Somehow, it stays the same distance ahead, effortlessly. But that friend who rides ahead... Don't they also tow you up in a way? I think they do. I look beyond myself, to them, and I pursue. I see something I want. I see a place I want to be or people I want to be with. I put forth whatever effort I can in order to get there. I savor the idea of accomplishment, fun, satisfaction, reward. And I try to enjoy the moments in between as much as possible. Still breathing hard, I look around. I can see back into some distant wilderness and I identify the tops of peaks I've climbed before. A few signals of past accomplishment that make me smile. The air is clear and it helps to clear my overthinking brain and my negative inner monologue finally begins to tire. I'm feeling some fuck it I'm 40 confidence creep in. Finally, I begin to remember that it's okay to struggle and to show it. This shit can be hard, life and riding. 
It's okay to feel sluggish and slow. Another day, maybe I'll feel the strongest. Probably not, but maybe. I glance behind, encouraging myself by taking stock of the distance and vert I've covered. I look down the last steep section that I just bumped my way up. Wait, who's that? I see someone on a bike a ways behind me. It looks like they're making good headway. I swerve a little, having taken my eyes off the rutted fire road. I refocus and push ahead, clicking into a harder gear. Sometimes in life, I glance back and realize that there's someone behind me. They just started after I did. I know that it can be hard to be behind, so I wonder, should I wait on them? Encourage them? Slow my pace so they can catch up. Or should I just keep my head down and try to catch up to my friends? I don't know. But it's at that moment that I start to have empathy for my friends who don't wait too long. Because what I do know is that waiting is the opposite of going. And ultimately, going forward is what I hope to do. So when life gives me the fuck you wait and just charges on, I'm going to try to just charge along in pursuit, even when it is a struggle. And honestly, I hope I don't catch up. Because after all, isn't it all just downhill from there? My name is Anya Millerberg, and this is my short. Thank you, Anya, for sharing your story. We took today from Bradley Carter and Brendan O'Connell. The tracks are courtesy of the artists themselves. Jacob Bain and Nice Cotto composed our theme song. You can find the links to the artists at our website, dirtbagdiaries.com. This episode was produced by Cordelia Zars, Ashley Langholz, and Becca Cahal. I'm Fitz Cahal, and you've been listening to the Dirtbag Diaries. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.